So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Hard Nights podcast. This is our instant reaction to the final addition to Halloween Horror Nights 2017, the four original houses. I am Matt. Joining me are my co-hosts, Quint. Hello. And Karen. Hello. So this is, this is what, I mean, I, there's no, I can't think of a different way to say it other than the final piece we've been waiting for to see the entire Halloween Horror Nights lineup. It's something we actually talked about a little bit of how much we're anticipating it uh, in our last ep- uh, Instant Reaction episode, the four original houses. So we got four, like, we, we knew that, but now we know what they are. And we got a little mm-hmm. bit of information on them, and I think we got a few things to talk about. Yeah, I think so. Do we want to talk about how we got the information? Yes, because in the, that the is... The initial release. That is an interesting sequence of events when you break it down, I guess it is for me post event because I was in a meeting and kind of couldn't read any of it until I read all of it. So for me, I got everything all at once, but when you start looking at dates and time, well times, cause it's all today's date, it is an interesting way to start releasing this last bit of information. It is. Um, they, they gave USA today a huge scoop in a, well, a huge scoop for the Halloween horror nights community. Anyway, so it's, you know, it's a, a fairly generic article, though. They've got some good photography, okay photography. They don't blow up very well, but the photography's okay. Um, yeah, we're gonna kind of get a look into all of the uh, all of the pictures, of, at least of of each of the mazes. And Mike, Mike's in there. <laughs> I, I like to call that Mike's real estate or realtor picture. Yes, it looks yes, like it should be on a Remax good. card. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of information in there. It was it was definitely at least targeted at newbies, and I think maybe written by a newbie. Oh yeah, it's it is it does read like well. First of all, it it this this I did kind of read it in the order I guess things were released, and I did read this article first, and it really seemed to focus on deep waters or uh, not deep waters, uh, dead waters. Sorry, dead yes, waters. It did, and which is fine. I mean, it's the, I knew there was more. I knew if this article was out and all the names were released, Universal was going to have their post, which they did by the time I actually read this. So I was okay with that. Yes, but you're, you're right. After they talk about dead waters, they even did a comparison about walking through it, lights on and lights off. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. lights on and as an attraction. Then they kind of explain Halloween Horror Nights as if they were writing this for people that didn't know what it was. And it's USA Today, so they, they it is a, it, it's not a article for the Halloween Horror Nights community directly. So, yeah, it was just kind of a weird place for them to, <laughs> yes. to let that announcement yeah. loose, right? It is. I actually tried to make it a simple answer, but it's not as simple as I thought. I pulled up a list of assets owned by Comcast and see if USA Today was on there, and I don't see them on there. But I don't know that <laughs> if they're not a subsidy of something else that they own. So that might take a little more digging. But I don't think anyone wants to sit through that part of the research. I think they more want to hear about the uh, 
original uh, mazes. I don't know. What do you think? Should I dig more into who owns USA Today? No, no, we, no, okay, please, all right. No, okay. please, no. Okay, all right. So, um, well, why don't we start with Dead Water? Well, wait. Oh, Karen and I were agreeing again. I know, See what I it know. takes to get Karen and I to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Matt talking. <laughs> so, we're shutting Matt up. Well, that <laughs> there's an easy way to do that. Don't let these long, giant gaps of silence happen when I'm not talking. <laughs> Oh, Karen. there's even an easier way to do that. Just put a beer in front of you. There is one yeah. in front of me, actually. Yeah, that was about the only no. time you didn't hear me talk this couple of seconds was me <laughs> sipping at the beer. So why don't we start All with, right. uh, uh, since we already said the name, Dead Waters, should we start there? Sounds good. Yeah. All right, Dead Waters. So this is the website description, and we got a little bit more in the blog post, but the, the website description is, enter a pestilent swamp that oozes evil. Well, we're already in Florida. I, th- I thought I'd get a bigger laugh than, <laughs> out of Quint the Net. I was drinking. Oh, okay. The hellish realm of the voodoo queen. If you fail to escape, you're in for a gut-wrenching sacrifice. Uh, the blog is, uh, we have had houses that later became scare zones in the streets of Universal Studios, Florida. This is one of the first times in recent memory that a scare zone has influenced a house. I beg to differ, but uh, yeah, for I know. Halloween you know, it's, I, it's that's the first thing that that snuck in or stuck in my head with that was sauce and steam. I'm like, sauce right. and steam, come on. <laughs> that was only like 20 and 21, right? Yeah. So not that long ago. No, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, for Halloween Horror Nights 24, we had the Bayou of Blood Scare Zone. It was a, it was so strong in character and story that we had to revisit its story again. We're excited to have you explore the dead waters of the Voodoo Queen in her hellish realm. Trust me, you'll freak out when you see the half-sunken riverboat and the skeletal remains of her victims close in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> this is <laughs> this. I've actually maybe it's unfortunate we started with this, but this just by by description and by the images we've seen alone is, I think, like has the potential to be my favorite. We Quint and I we saw the scare zone. The Bayou of Blood. We yes. saw the Voodoo Queen show before they pulled her about, I don't remember what, halfway-ish through the, the, the um, that was the, the sacrifice, the heart, the yeah. demon sacrifice, before they took that yeah. show out. Great scare zone. It's in that section of the, that we, that, uh, the Central Park section, one of the best places for the, for a mm-hmm. scare zone uh, with a natural setting and a swamp. I mean, even though it's woods, the swamp setting, that, that works well with the natural whatnot. Um, my my point is really like that. Really happy to see this evolve into a maze and see what's next. And the he does mention this is written by Charles Gray of the creative department with Halloween Horror Nights and Universal, and they do show pictures um, a, a bit of what of the riverboat he's talking about, and it looks incredible. It does look incredible. I'm yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm excited too. I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be a strong contender for one of the better mazes they have this year. I think so. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like it has a lot of neat uh, facades going on inside of it because there's more detail of it in the USA Today article since this was the one that they walked through. Right. Um, so you get a little bit more of an insider information on it. So it does sound like it's going to be really cool looking. And it has, it seems to have an interesting added feature that i don't know if they've done it in in the past in any houses but in, in a squishy material and embedded in the floor yeah that sounds <laughs> See like how that works out yeah i'm 
I'll be interested to see if that squishy material makes it all the way through the whole mm. run. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yep. Mainly because of people, you know, twisting Tripping, things, falling, twisting yeah. ankles. Yeah. yeah. Now there, there may be, um, uh, another way that they did it, they can do right. it, um, which is similar to what they did with Forsaken, which is there's two paths, right? You can take you can take the treacherous path, or you can take the the flat normal wheelchair path on the other side, and you know you you do it that right. way. So there's there's options that they have for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I hope this isn't one of those. And again, this is this isn't the creative team. This isn't marketing saying this. This is the article mention of it so i i can't blame them if if it ends up being not as prevalent as this is making it out to be it could be one of those things where he happened to notice it wasn't expecting it and it's not quite the thing maybe we're making it out to be too right so dead waters that looks really cool next i'm just gonna gonna list on top to bottom on their website the fallen you're about to be caught in the crossfire of the eternal war of light versus dark, and no one will be saved. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I don't know. This could be a, sl- I don't know. Uh, even with the, what does the blog post say? Uh, do you have that uh, quote? The blog post is cool. Yeah. yeah. The Fallen, it's, it's the ancient battle between good and evil. The Fallen are flying, jumping, and crawling up from the kingdom of darkness and laying waste to all who cross their path of destruction. These creatures are awesome. And yes, I did say flying. Yeah. <laughs> this house is a mix between beauty and decay, high screech and deep roar and delivers more surprises than I can fit in this paragraph. I'm actually, this is, I think I, I'm really looking forward to this. This sounds, this, yeah, it, it's it like, sounds bonkers. This almost sounds like the story is, not it, it's sounds like the story is you're told it going in you're not supposed to learn a story as you're going through this because there's so much going on there's like n- there's yeah. no chance to tell a story there's just so much stuff yeah. that is going to distract you from this i think that that's that's flying, what i'm getting out of it which flying, is a good thing in my opinion yeah and the flying characters is just yeah like, we've seen it a couple of times but this is like this is an emphasis on them yeah uh, twice this is cool. yeah yeah yes i think this is gonna be really cool okay next up on this list is scarecrow the reaping and on the website it says that at a long abandoned depression era farm vengeance takes root and the only harvest that'll be reaped is you and on the blog post uh scarecrow the reaping uh, since the great dust bowl an abandoned farmhouse stands in nebraska the bountiful fields ravaged by the farmers plows have spurred an anger in the la- have spurred anger in the land scarecrow guardians have arisen from the blood soaked soil to seek revenge the harvest that will be reaped this season is you kind of uh, uh halloween house right oh yeah okay yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Like yeah. The, yeah, the scarecrow thing, the cornfields, the all that kind of cool stuff. I think this one is just going to be like a fun Halloween event sort of maze. Um, it may be one that they don't take quite as seriously, take themselves quite as seriously in. 
Sure. Yeah. I didn't really have, I, I mean, it sounds cool. It actually is <laughs> made me think of something I'm going to bring up with Karen shortly after we're done this uh, discussion of the houses. And that was what my focus was on. But now that you're mentioning that, yeah. Okay. We have talked about in the past that not every year, but often years, there is one that is kind of dedicated to being a Halloween house. And this actually, now that you've put that idea in my head, this actually makes perfect sense. I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at it a different way than what I was before. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and I this think is where I, the tallest characters will be. You, th- yes. you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you're right. Yep. <laughs> As scarecrows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. That makes sense. And and I think if they do it, uh, if they do it the way I, I envision they'll do it, then it'll be close to the um, trick or treat uh, scare zone. Cool. Um. Yeah. The map's up, so we can find out. We'll go through that after. Oh, I didn't even look at the map. Yep, oh, it's hey. under the about. So we'll get to that. Let's go. Well, let's go into the next one, and then we'll go to the map. The Hive. So the cr- the description is, The crumbling house on 19 Hemingway Lane harbors a nest of bloodthirsty vampires. If you awaken them, you will face a savage, beastly hunger. And on the blog post, uh, Hive, we're huge fans of those little-known 80s horror films, and we wanted to make you feel as if you're in those movies. The story takes everything that is sexy, beautiful, or cool about vampires and flushes it down the toilet. These Nosferatu are nasty, animalistic, and vicious. This is the type of house that will make you cling to your date all the way to the exit if you make it that far. This so, one kind of confuses me. Why is that? Yeah. Okay. Because it it starts with 1980s horror movie, but then references Nosferatu. I can't put those two together. <laughs> Um, like the closest I get is Lost Boys. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's funny. It, I wasn't taking it as a literal Nosferatu. I was just taking it as a instead of using the word vampire again. But you, I see. But it is a talus size, so it is a your name. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't take it that way. I do like. I mean, the video actually. This is one. The videos you see glimpses. You don't see really much more than you see in the pictures. But there's yeah. two significant things in this video, at least in the very first frame. It takes place in Cary, Ohio. That's good. Right. That's good. And it takes place in 1983. So it is going to be a time period uh, or a um, period house in a sense. It's going to be set in right. the, in the yeah. 80s, which could be fun. It, yeah. And, and that was when I when I first see when I first read the, the blog post this morning, I only read a little bit like I was reading it really fast on my way out of work. And I even texted you guys. I, what I was hoping for was Vamp 85. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're off by two years. I, it's 83. I saw 80s and I saw Nosferatu and I'm like, oh, cool. Vamp 85. She was right. No, <laughs> no, not quite. Yeah. It should be fun. I, I think this is going to be. Yeah. Along the lines of Run, where Run wasn't necessarily scary, but I had a shit ton of fun in it. Yeah, but I think this one's going to be scary. You think so? Okay. I don't know. When when it it has 83 on there, I just immediately don't get scared. I don't know, but this is, I mean, but they're saying the the, the more little known 80s horror movies, and those were like the, the creepy sort of, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm confused because even if it says nasty, animalistic, and vicious, okay, that makes it kind of scary. Okay, yeah. But I then guess. you put it in '83, yeah, and it's know, that's, uh, not as scary. <laughs> that's why it's confused. That's that's yeah. I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Either way, I'm looking forward to seeing what they yeah. do. With oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So let's look. 
I wanted to ask you guys. Well, there's one thing we we got to get to with Karen. There's I wanted to ask you guys what your order was. So think of this while we're looking at the map. What your order is of uh, what is your what are you excited to see top or bottom to top? What's your number nine all the way to number one? But in the meantime, we can take a look at the map quick. So some asshole is texting me. Who? Kevin. He's sending me clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. No, no, it's not. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry about <laughs> no, that. That's okay. So, okay. So, we know we kind of went through the scare zones, but if you're walking in the front gate and just headed straight in, so you're going to go through Altars of Horror. First house you're going to come up to is American Horror Story. I, th- I don't think that is a surprise to anybody. That's where the big house is. And we knew that was going to be the big house. And I don't mean jail, I mean the large house. <laughs> Next up is The Shining, which is Exorcist was last year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I think Exorcist was in C last year, but I might be wrong. No, no, you're right. It was a Yes, it was Exorcist. You're right. Because C was uh, last year was um, uh, the, the Cowboy <laughs> well, one. I'm saying when a gold mine. D was, not, um, D yeah. was um, Walking Dead. Oh, yes, that one. Okay, so okay, so next up then, all right, like we said, The Shining. Then we have The Fallen. Okay, that's the one. That's the one we don't. Yeah, that's the jumping, crawling, flying one. So yeah, and they're using the yeah. same place that they had Ghost Town last year. So yes, yeah, so that's fairly that, big too. That says good things to me. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, Dead Waters. Well, that's finally good use of that. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say finally. That's where um, there's been a lot of good ones there, but that's where uh, mm-hmm. Walking Dead was last year. So a little taste <laughs> in my mouth. But we're, we're actually going through the purge while we're doing that as well. If we keep right. looping through, if we're going to make a clockwise circle, we got to go through Invasion, which the more pictures I'm seeing of that, the more I'm getting excited about that. Have you I seen the pictures of that? Be fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah that looks awesome again i mean it's like I'm, I'm keeping my expectations at bay i don't want another scream punk scary tales right. but uh, I, uh, but it's still it just <laughs> the, the ufo alone is gonna be worth seeing we saw the lighting effects that they did in that area mm-hmm. last year and i think that the lighting effects this year or, or that type of lighting effect will do really really well with the alien invasion stuff mm-hmm. yeah and that fucking spaceship is just cool it does look cool yeah <laughs> Uh, after that, houses, uh, horrors of Blumhouse, which we actually had seen pictures of that already. Uh, Hive and Scarecrow the Reaping. This is a change. Uh, it looks like they're, they're closing down the kids' area, which makes sense because they're probably going to be in Nintendo construction at the time if they're not already. Yep. So... Mm-hmm. Different, uh, that used to be, last year, that was only Texas Chainsaw, and it was an exit for Tomb of the Ancients, so it looks like it's going to be yep. a Sprung Tent 2 entrance as well now. So it looks like Hive yeah. is parade building uh, Scarecrow Sprung Tent 2, which takes us back to Ash versus the Evil Dead, which that would be possibly, is that, am I reading this right? Would that be, oh, no, no, hmm, I'm not sure which is which now. I take that back. H, G, and F, I think, actually are probably both Sprung Sprung tents. Yes, because Texas Chainsaw is a sprung yeah. tent, not yes. parade building. That's where I got yeah. messed up. Okay. Yes. So H would probably be parade building, which is where looks mm-hmm. like Ash versus the Evil Dead. I may have this wrong. I'm sure I'll be corrected if I do. Then we go through Trick or Treat, 
then through Festival of the Deadliest, and then the final house may or uh, final maze saw, which looks to be in Shrek. Which and we actually, miss, what's that? We did skip Altars of Horror, which was between A and B. The scare zone altars of horror. Yeah. You forgot to mention that between A and B. Yeah. Oh yes. That's well, that's where you go straight through. You're right. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. So and um, I think, yes, you're right. Size in the Shrek. And that actually view. makes sense because of the things you can see in the Shrek, uh, especially the yeah. dungeon area that'll fit in just fine. Yeah, <laughs> they already have their ceilings oh, yeah. done in yeah. one room. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I forgot that Shrek had a dungeon. So that is a rough walk around. We'll obviously uh, do whatever, we do. I don't know. That's weird. You know, I used, I'm getting so used to standing by that Dippin' Dots cart with a beer before we go into the first sprung tent. We're going to have to alter our path this year. We did last year. We altered our path last year? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we Christy, started with American Horror Yeah, my wife ruined Christy. everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to stand by the Hello Kitty store instead. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was fine with it. I don't know what you're complaining yeah. about. All right, before we get to our hype list, our nine to one, we do have a very important piece of business to take care of. If we go back a few episodes, if you heard our 10th, or I'm sorry, 100,000 Chainsaw Pyramid episode, Karen had won that special game show episode, and she got to pick the second beer that's going to be on tap for the news as Halloween Horror Nights weekend. The first being a repeat of the Chance 3 Hopped IPA, which is actually fermenting as we speak very well, by the way. She picked Excellent. a plain old boring Hefeweizen. <laughs> We're talking nothing hey. special about. I had to actually kind of lean her towards a particular strain of yeast to at least get some flavor in this thing. Whatever. But yeah. the, the so old, we're going to be bloated all weekend, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we didn't discuss in building that recipe was a name and. You and uh, you can still stick with the name you texted me yesterday, but I said you may want to you may want to wait until the originals are released because you might want mm-hmm. to you know you just might get even give you another idea. So Karen, what is the name of the second news as Halloween Horror Nights weekend beer that will be on tap in the green room? I'm still not sure. Are you serious? You had all day. <laughs> yes, you had all know. day. <laughs> yes. I work can, all day. So do I. Can give us some runners up at least. Well, the name that I had I had originally thought of yesterday, well, over the last several days, was uh, came from the Scare Zone uh, Festival of the Deadliest, and it came up with the Deadliest Vice, with W E I S S for Vice Beer. But I, the only other thing that might sway me from that is this: the Scarecrow, the Reaping kind of lends itself to that with the the dust bowl and the mm-hmm. i see where you're going with that yeah the farm area yeah the whole thing yeah so i have been kind of racking my brain to see how i could fit that in scarecrow the wheatening hive of bison hive of bison all right, ready for lists? Do you don't, you don't know karen <laughs> no answer you're going to leave <laughs> everyone listening in suspense Yes. Okay, then. There you go. You have to listen to Is It Beer Now or Yet? Or wait, that's all right. Is It Beer Yet? To find out what it's called. I'm going to name the damn thing if you don't. I will come up with a name. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get to the list. So, nine to one. Who wants to start? I can if that's a 
no one wants to start. You can start. All right. Okay. Mine is actually a little surprising on one side of the coin and on the other side of the coin. Not so surprising. I am surprised what finally got down to number nine, but this is also a list that is like ever changing. So I finally got sick of fucking with it and just, just finished it. My number nine is Ash versus the Evil Dead. Not because I don't like Ash versus the Evil Dead. It's because I think I pretty much know what I'm going to get. I mean, I don't know every detail, obviously, but I get a general sense of what I'm going to get out of this one. Uh, number eight, Blumhouse. Uh, Horrors of Blumhouse. I want to see where the purge fits in between Sinister and um, what do you call it? The uh, Insidious. Number seven surprised me. This is where it gets surprising was The Shining. I actually have that behind American Horror Story because I am a very big American Horror Story fan. So I'm actually, even though it's not going to be really all that scary, like if it's more like last year, more of a fan service house, I'm still looking more forward to that, I think, than The Shining. After that, we got Scarecrow the Reaping. That's right in number five. That's dead center in the middle because I'm not sure what to expect for that. So I think that could either like jump high on the list or jump or or drop down from there. I don't think it's going to stay in the middle. I could be wrong. It could be the middle of the road by the time all of a sudden done, but I, that's kind of why it lands in the middle. I'm not sure what I'm going to get with that. After that's the fallen. And then number three is the only licensed property in my top three. And that is saw the games of jigsaw. That is the one of the five I'm looking forward to most after that the hive and then Dead Waters, which is kind of where I even th- th- this entire show started with me already gushing about Dead Waters over a couple pictures in an article. Right. Um, I'll go next. Um, so my ha- my list actually surprised me as well when I actually finished writing it out, and then I thought, well, I got to change this around because this doesn't look right. And then I went to change it around, and I was like, no, no, that's right. <laughs> um, number nine is The Shining, mostly wow. because okay. I get the exorcist from last year vibe from the shine. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's um, fair. And that's that's why it, it's on the bottom of my list and I hope it surprises the shit out of me. Number 8 is American Horror Story, mostly because it is a fan service house and I think talking with Shelby ruined my impression of American Horror Story last year. What? I don't know why. Cuz when I thought about it it wasn't scary. No, it wasn't. It was yeah. beautiful, right. but it was not scary, right? Okay. So I and since I haven't watched them yet, I may may watch them between now and then. Yeah, that may also, have that may yeah that actually might impact the overall experience. Yeah, seven is Bloomhouse. Um, mm. I think that's going to be a shit show just because they're cramming <laughs> three big properties into one small sprung tent, and I, I just to me this is just like this is an advertising weapon that they're it's, using. Uh, I, it's all I see it as. I hate to even say it. It's not even sprung tent. It's the, it's the men in black tent, which I, I don't know what the square footage on all of them are, but I, I, I feel like yeah. that one's smaller. I could be wrong, but still right. it's, it's, either, it's, or, either or they're anyway. both small locations. Yeah. So it's, it's anyway, uh, yeah. let's see. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> number six is saw. And the reason for saw Bloomhouse and American horror story being, where they are mostly is that they're all repeats. We've seen pieces of all of them before, and I'm just, I, I'm not feeling the repeat stuff. I think Karen hit it pretty good when we were talking about uh, our last instant reaction. Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead is squarely number five. I'm looking forward to that one, but it's also, this year, all of the uh, original IPs are in the top 
Scarecrow is number four. Hive is number three. The Fallen, I have high hopes for is number two, and I'm with you on Dead Waters. Mine, my first iteration of the list had all those at number four, and then I saw kind of messed that up a little bit. I can see that. I think Saw is going to be a fun house. Yep. Um, and it's the reason it was on the top of my repeat houses was that I think it will be a fun house. Mm-hmm. All right, Karen, what do you got? Or are you going to okay. make us wait for that too? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but mine does start out pretty much like Matt says. Number nine is Ash versus Evil Dead. Only because I I don't know what to expect. But I, and I, I since I've never seen it, it I'm not super excited to, mm. i mean i want to see it but it doesn't hold a place in my heart that i, will I can't s- wait to see you have amazon prime right i do it's on yeah. prime and it's actually a pretty right. quick watch i didn't realize until i went back to watch um the rest of season one and start season two that they're only about less than 30 minutes long so you can get oh, a good portion oh, of the okay. story in before and without you know i think if you watch like, right. the first six episodes give it a good three hour sit you'll okay. you'll, you'll you'll i think get a good idea of what you're going to see. Okay. Oh. All right. I'll be able to do that. Pretty yeah. easy. Um, number eight is the horrors of Blumhouse. I, again, I think it's cramming two things that we've already seen in to bring in something new, which I, I don't know. I just think, I don't know how well that's going to fit. Number seven is the hive. Only because I'm not sure what to expect. I'm not sure what to think. Number six is Saul. I'm actually looking forward to that one. Because you said the first one was so so well done. Number five is The Shining. Number four is Scarecrow the Reaping. I think that one's going to be neat looking. Kind of fun. Number three is Dead Waters. I think that's going to be the the beauty one. Number two is American Horror Story, mainly because this year they're looking at the Asylum, yeah. which is my favorite <laughs> season. And number one is The Fallen. I think that one's going to be just a lot of fun. I'm curious to see how The Fallen pans out. I really yeah. am. It's it's the one that's got all the question marks. Yeah, too. It does. I think yeah. It's, For me, that and Hive. Fallen to me is, is another another steampunk scary tale type of thing. It's either going to be really fucking awesome or it's going to be like, yeah. oops. But I, I give it points because it's it's in where my favorite maze was last year. So I'm hoping that that's good luck for it. That's a good point. Yep. Yep. I mean, not a good point, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good thought. <laughs> that's a good thought. You want to get through? I, did we do scare zones? That's pretty easy, actually. Um, I think so. Number five for me, Altars of Horror. Uh, number four, Festival of the Deadliest. Number three, Trick or Treat. Number two, The Purge. Number one, Invasion. All right. So for me, number five is Festival of the Deadliest because I want nothing to do with that show. <laughs> uh, Altars of Horror is number four. Purge is number three. Trick or Treat is number two. Only Trick or Treat only beat out Purge because... Wait a second. Yes, uh, only bit of a purge because of where it's at. I, I it's it's in yeah, my favorite place. So you got a good I'm point hoping too. That, There's a ton of pictures of that. There's a lot of stuff up on there already, which uh, look really. Cool. I know. I just think the trick or treat is going to be like like it's the perfect place to do that Halloweeny kind of. Yeah, I didn't yeah. consider that when I made the yeah. list, but. And yeah. I think that's going to be cool. So that's why it beat up purge, and then of course invasion number yeah. one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I didn't consider that. I probably, if I would have thought of that, I probably would have changed it. And it's way too late at night to re-record my track. Like I actually said, trick or treat number two. So I'll just leave it as it is. <laughs> uh, okay, for me, number nine, altars of horror. Number nine. Number nine. Sorry, How many scare zones you going to? Five. Oh. Six. Uh, even, you if you, even if you went to Hollywood, you'd still be one short. One can dream. Maybe <laughs> if I, I could go to Singapore. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Number five, Altars of Horror. Number four, Festival of the Deadliest. Number three, Invasion. What? Number two, I mean. <laughs> number two, Purge. And number one, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you're wrong. Clearly, you were <laughs> wrong. Oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Number 1.5, The Roaming Hordes of Clowns. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Fuck that. That's number that's one up dumb, above everything. <laughs> No, no, I, I think that's almost. Oh fuck! Uh, it's gonna. I'm gonna need a lot of alcohol to get through that. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it. That is officially our last pre-event instant reaction. We'll have instant reactions as the event comes. We'll have our opening night instant reaction in one form or another. Uh, we'll we'll do reports throughout the. Oh, you know one thing I didn't mention. And I just thought of now, it doesn't look like we're getting any kind of VR thing this year. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well. It's probably not enough. Not enough people pay the extra bucks. Right. I guess. Yeah. I think, I think the worst part about that one was that it cost extra money. Yeah. Yeah. That might be an every couple of year type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure planning that went into that took a lot, a lot of time. Um, so to do it every year would really burn those people burn the people out right quite quickly so yeah. i can understand it yep. it was a lot of fun and you know, it it's fun, yeah it's something to look forward to if they do bring it back it was yeah. the very last thing they announced after the full reveal so maybe something will show up but i mean yeah. now it's just it's two yeah. weeks it is two weeks away i don't think that's gonna happen and the map is posted so yeah mm-hmm. i'll be pleasantly surprised if they do but eh, not like there's not enough to do in one night we got plenty to right, do exactly we're gonna have a great time yeah. obviously we always do so, all right, like I said, last uh, instant reaction pre-event event is coming up. We got a couple episodes to fill in between then, so we get some more. We definitely are going to have the wrap-up of 20 this week now. Now we know we're not going to be interrupted by any more instant reactions because there's nothing left, unless they do announce one of those VR things. Watch me. I almost hope I jinx myself because that would be good news, but I don't think I did. But, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so let us know what you're looking forward most to. Like I said, it, we're about to begin, so we just got a couple weeks to wait it out, and then it all starts, and then about, what, three, four weeks into it, you guys are down here, and then we'll have that awesome weekend. Oh, yeah. No. But until- With wheat beer. <laughs> but we'll have that, we'll have ch- the Chance IPA. <laughs> and the Soul well, Grabber, well, well. and the Soul Grabber Porter, or Stout, whichever you want to call it. So that is it for this episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank Quentin Karen again for joining me tonight. Sure. You're welcome. And we'll see you in our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. 
All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.